testing one, two, three. It is the night before the Shengdu trip. Clara is in bed, ready to sleep, and my cell phone charger will not work. Okay, so tell me again. Tell me again what happened with Bachner. Um. Yeah, so she emailed in her notice and then never heard anything back. And then was looking online for a flat and saw her be drunk advertised and advertised that it would be available from the 1st of November. No, 1st of October. It's like mid-September. She was like, oh, it's like a week. You know, that's not what I meant. Right? Yeah. So, she went and knocked on Sean and Eli's door. I don't know why she does this because it's such a bad communication strategy to like just to be looking online to see when your room pops up to know that your resignation is No, she was no, she was looking for a new flat. Ah. That's what I said. Um so while she was looking for a new flat she saw this pop up. So then she, I don't know if it was straight there after, I don't think it was, but then she eventually went and knocked on my line. She was door. Elaine answered the door and she was like, hey, can I speak to Sean? And he was like, oh, Dad's busy at the moment, but you can speak to me. And she, she was like, well, Little bitch. She was like, well, it's about the rental agreement, so can I speak to Sean? And he's like, no. about that like it's fine um, she explained and was like well oh when she handed in her resignation on September as well she said two things she said I can leave at the end of October but I need you to give me my deposit back on the 6th of October or else I can leave at the end of November and I will use my deposit as my last month's rent. Right? Uh-huh. So she needed she never heard back so she needed to clarify that. Yeah. And reason that she didn't say you can give me my deposit back on the last day is because she didn't trust them. And um, he was like, oh no, like we'll give you your deposit back on the 6th of October um, and you can leave at the end of October. Um, as for the job, like as for the house advertisement, don't worry about it. Like I've got this. It's not your problem. Like I know it says that, but like, it's my problem. It's my problem. I'll figure it out. Yeah. 
So she was like, okay, so my last day will be the 31st of October. Yeah, got that all clarified. And she said she went back to her room and she called one of her friends and was like, what the fuck, like, I just need to talk to like a 16 year old child about my rental agreement. You know, I've been feeling really stressed about this, but I've been, now I have no reassurance because I've just had to talk to Elon about it. Rather than, sure. And my friend was like, make sure you follow up all of the details in writing. So that there's no room to be no confusion. No confusion. Because you know you're worried about a baby six year old boy. And she got on a computer and she said in her email that she is clarify the details with you that I went over with Elan, I, I said this, this and this. Down the scent. I find it very surprising that they have half bar and quarter bar coins. 
Yeah, but like you say, in the country, it's like way more like we could get something for a dart in the country. Do you think so? I guess we would never know because we never go to those places. Or even just for the fact that we're further would they? More anyway. which is towards Bangsu. So. so, she's in the now, and I don't know when like, she'll get to knock on her door. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... After she's in the email? He is like... about my son like that. Um, and the son was in the lounge with his friend. <laughs> and he was like, come out here now. We need to talk about this. And so he called a meeting in the lounge with <laughs> her, the son, and the son's friend. And he wanted to go. He was running late to go somewhere and he kept on being like, Dad, can I go now? can I go now? And the dad was like, no, you need to stay here for this conversation. And he was just like, dad, I don't care. Just let it go, dad. Just, just let it go. And he was like, no. And he was like, yeah, basically, like, how dare you talk to me like that about my son? Um, and she was like, well, it's completely ridiculous. He's 16. He should not, you should not be making me talk to him about it. Except she didn't say that. She, she sounded like she was really calm during the conversation. Um, Which in retrospect you always are. But um, she was quite a calm person. But, um, yeah, she's hardcore into like meditation and stuff. I think yeah. she's like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, though, like it comes back to that thing of like being a little bit provoking. Like, I think in that situation, I, didn't, I wouldn't say. I think I would, I would just try and be really diplomatic about it and say, not bring up the fact that it's the sun or that he's 16. Just say, I want to deal with you because you are the person. Just like when Sean, oh, I just think when she Sean that. said that if there's a problem with the rent, we individually must go and talk to him because those are the contracts. He's going back on his work now and letting his son deal with it. Right? Oh, she, was it, using, she did use her. that argument. She did. Um, and that's what she said that she's told him. And he was just so offended and she was like you know what like you know he's not even 18 yet though I don't even think this is like he's not an adult and then he started apparently rabbiting on about trust and being like you know what are you doing going behind my back getting those um, electricity bills you know I was going to tell you that the electricity box was broken I was going to tell you that 
and she was like, well, why was it take? Why did it take you? Why was it going to take you eight months? You know, for eight months you didn't tell me. And he was like, what? You think I care? He was like, so what? You got charged an extra five hundred baht or something? You think I give a shit about five hundred baht? Who do you think I am? You think I care about it? And she was like, well, I do because I work for my money and I care about where it goes. And something along those lines. And then she said, she said um, he was like, I don't give a shit about the 500 bucks. And then, um, and she said, and as for regards to trust, trust is earned and trust can be lost she just said apparently that was like the closing statement on the argument and he just went silent and they let the kids leave and that was the last time that they spoke mm. well that is intense he yeah I, I don't know I mean I still she don't was like, she I said, still don't trust him I don't think that she yelled at him she said she felt incredibly uncomfortable that the airline was there with a, with a friend she was just yeah, like I just also, think it's so inappropriate yeah yeah and she was just like that whole situation with that boy like he has been robbed of his childhood and she was saying that that's, that's her perspective on it she's like he doesn't do things that a 16 year old boy should be doing he shouldn't be managing this random rental house no he doesn't you know? know like if things get complicated you're just going to end up frustrating him yeah, and she He's said she sees him getting frustrated more and more. She sees him getting angry. She said he doesn't talk to her anymore. She said that's fine, but this has been a change. He used to be a bit more, like quite a lot more friendly. She's like, I just see him getting really frustrated, and it's because he's not doing what kids at 16 should be doing. I mean, to be fair, he's going out and playing soccer with school, and that's what a 16 year old probably should be doing, but. Yeah. You have your like, you have your crew when you're 16, even if it's only one other person. Like, you hang out with them every day. You go through childhood together. You know. Yeah, it looks like he's got that though. Like he's got that mate that I often see like one friend at the house. Well, you know, it's better than what we've got right now. Yeah. We're in the airport lounge. Not the airport lounge. No, we're not. The queue for uh, passport control. Bangkok. Very busy. Very, very busy. Half hour waiting time. We don't have our departure cards. Um, lost them when we got our Chinese visa. But that's okay. We're coming up to a form. Um, a lot of pushing and shoving. But that's to be expected. 30 minute wait. But it's steadily moving. We have, we have tickets to the um, airport lounge, but at this rate, we're not sure if we'll get to use them. The panda enclosure being absolutely swarmed 
by local tourists. Chaos. But the pandas are very cute. Clara needs to go to the toilet. <laughs> okay, let's find your bathroom. So apparently in the 70s, like, some new dictator came in and he was like... Do you mean in the 60s with Mao Zedong? No, I don't. Okay. Um, Maybe he died in the 60s. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm talking like four litres after now. Really? Someone came in. Yeah, because they had quite a few in quick succession. Uh. Someone came in and was like, okay, we're going to... We can still have communist ideals, but have a strong economy. And it was then that like China started opening up and sort of putting all this like, effort into its economy. Did you read about the 60-year plan? Uh, it kind of references it, like it sort of says things like by this year, they, I don't know, in the 70s I think there was a lot of struggle with um, like education and healthcare and stuff like that as well. No, tell me about the first year plan. I, well, I, I vaguely know about it, but... Apparently it's like this like insane plan to like rule the world. Look at that architecture just there, that looks pretty cool. Which from everything I've read doesn't sound right. The, so the architecture that we're looking at is a little bit similar to like Tudor style in England. It's like Tudor style with like a Chinese flair, with the black and white. It's like thatched roofs, like tiled roofs, black and white. Um, the 60-year plan supposedly is something like they want to get from A to B in 60 years and they're doing it in five-year increments. So like, I don't know, like build our army, grow GDP, you know, get to like a first nation. I think they're aiming to become like the world superpower. Like, they want to take over from America, they want to take over from Russia, they want to be, like, world number one. And, like, to be fair... I kind of feel like they are world number one. Well, no, but if you think of, like, you know, who's domineering in the world, it's America. America... Yeah, but I don't think... I don't know if they want to... Oh, uh, I don't know. They don't... Just, like, how to say they're not into... Um, Colonialism, like I don't know if they want to go into the rest of the countries in the world and like be like, you must be like us. No, I know that. They're quite separatist. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, yeah, I get that. But I think it's more just power. Like we, they don't want to go in and tell people what to do. But I think it's just kind of like we are big and strong. I don't think that their military is. Whereas that's America's is, style is to go into places and be like, you must be like us. Our way is the right way. Yeah. Yeah, and quite often where it's not wanted. So this is the little folk straight, or are we not quite there yet? 
Maybe that's focused right just there to the left. I love how they just like have bicycles with so much on the back. Oh, this is Tofu Street. Um, yeah, it's quite funny, isn't it? Like a little carriage carrying heaps of flowers. It's quite quiet, but it is a Sunday morning. It's very quiet. Although it's always eerily quiet with those electronic scooters. Just a few cars. Lovely tooting here. seem to be big into their art as well. Yeah, well they're very proud and they should be because they've got like the oldest, such an old history. Mm. Long history, like. Yeah, I don't know. The stuff that I was reading out quite often references like that the West, like, the West are trying to divide them. They don't seem angry at the West, but they seem like very cautious. Like. Did you see that? No. The lady on the bike had like a, oh, like a massive tumour on her cheek. It was protruding outwards. Okay. But it was like not inside the skin, it was outside the skin. Oh. Is this the, the monastery? I think it is. Okay, shall we have a wee look? Yeah. A little strange to see the army old lady people. pushing the trolley pushing with the army. Like army guys right next to her. Wheelchair. A lot of police around. Monday morning, not Sunday morning. It is Monday morning. Public holiday in Thailand and in New Zealand. But how they got it is here. Okay, so. Good look around. Anyhow. Not sure we've got the whole Nihau thing down. Well, I don't know. I, I, I think that did just a little bit shocked that. We go around saying Nihau to people. And that guy was very receptive. Looks like there's a wedding. There was a wedding on or something. So I don't really know what we're going into. It's some sort of old building. Oh, it's like a restaurant. Oh, oh it is a restaurant. Okay. I thought it was some sort of tea. There was going to be a tea bar somewhere. Oh. I went to one in Beijing with a school teacher and then he went on to try and make me pay for the whole thing. And that's quite a common scam that they do. And I said to him, look, I'm a student, I don't know about you. I don't have any money. 
And then, um, yeah, and then at the end, like, they took a real fancy one, and it cost, like, 60 yuan for tea. And, um... It's quite funny that you said no. And, yeah, I said no. I said no, like, we, we'll go halves. Like, if this is a genuine situation, then I expect to pay half. I expect to pay my half. And you pay your half. What did he say? He agreed. He just wanted to try it on. And then a, quite a few other, another, um... scary big truck with military in it. They look like a garbage truck, though. It's like military meets garbage men. Um, the other scan that they do is, um, like, art. In Beijing, lots of students are like, come see my art, come see my art, and then you go up there, they give you free, like, water or a free cup of tea, and then they go, now you buy something, and you're like, uh, no, just looking. Because I was a student, and I looked like a student, I could kind of get away with saying, no, it's fine. I think we just keep walking up. Yeah. Some jewelry. Okay. Might pop this on horse. Inside the monastery, some people playing some drums and some people praying and singing. Just like 
front. Let's go this way. Yeah, they are repeating it, aren't they? There's a podcast, this is what this recording this reminds me of, there's a podcast called, like I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's something called like, like Enter the Magic or something, and a guy records, he goes to Disneyland every single day, and he walks around, and he records the noises, and he's got like a really big following. Isn't that strange? Yeah, that's kind of strange. I don't, I don't know, maybe kids, but I mean, I don't know, or just adults who are weirdly obsessed. There's a really interesting story about how he met one of his fans, they got married, they did it together, they had a fight and they got divorced, and she set up her own rival Disneyland podcast. Well 